Hi there, and welcome back to Investor Insights. Mike Williams here of Genesis. Uh, glad you could spend a few minutes with us. Uh, listen, today's episode is going to be uh, a piece we call a short seller's nightmare. Uh, a lot of people uh, who may be either new investors or investors who uh, haven't studied the details and internals of a market may not know a lot about how short selling works and what it means and, um, you know, uh, how it can unfold in a marketplace. Uh, many, many people think that if you sell a stock, you, you must have owned it before and now you're out of it. Um, obviously, for a lot of people, that's true. But there are some in the business that are called short sellers, meaning they actually sold a stock through a mechanism called short selling with the idea that they will buy it back later when the stock has dropped in value and make the difference. I'm going to try to explain these philosophies and how they unfold in the market, but keep in mind, if you want a picture of this, um, we're happy to send you a video we did. Um, if you just send us an email at info at genesisinvestor.com and ask for the video on short selling, we will send you a link and you can see this as well as hear it. So I'm going to do my best to kind of paint these pictures for you. Uh, but again, if you'd like a video, uh, feel free to ask us for it. We're happy to send it along. So Here's how short selling works. It starts with the idea that if I want to sell a stock short, I have to first go somewhere and borrow the shares to sell. So I physically have to find one of the Wall Street houses who have, you know, let's say I want to sell XYZ short. It's $100 and I think it's worth 20 and I think it's going down. So I'm going to sell XYZ short at $100. Now what that means is i got to call my broker and I call my trade desk and I say, i got to borrow some shares of XYZ. So first of all, I have to call a place that can lend them to me. Now, it really is lending. I'm, I'm taking out a loan of those shares. It's like getting a credit line. And I have to pay for it. So as a short seller, I've got a cost to see that my opinion comes true. I got to pay a price to the place that's lending me the stocks. And the higher the number of people that want to short that particular stock, in this case XYZ, the more expensive it is to borrow. So you can see when companies have a high short position, that means the people who have shorted that stock are under some fairly heavy stress in that they are paying a lot of money to see if their opinion comes true. So there's a time constraint and a price constraint. In other words, I don't want to wait forever to see if my idea comes right. If it's, if it's costing me 20% a year to see if it works, eventually it doesn't matter if it works. I've already paid too much to see if it does. So you kind of get that in your mind, that's what's unfolding when someone says, I want to short a stock. Now, here's what happens. If indeed XYZ goes to 50 bucks, well, anybody who sold it short at 100 will buy it back in the marketplace. They'll just buy 100 shares of XYZ at $50. 
and then they go return that set of shares. Remember, they borrowed them from somewhere else to sell them short. Now they're going to go return those 50 shares to, quote, pay off their loan. So kind of get that sense of things in your mind. Now, the difference is, you remember they borrowed them at $100 and they gave them back at 50 So they made 50 bucks a share. They were right. It went down and the short seller made the money. Okay? So get those uh, sort of uh, structural thoughts in your mind because the title of this episode was called The Short Seller's Nightmare. So I just described how it fundamentally works if it all is just fine. But let's talk about the nightmare. And here's the difference between short selling and simply owning a stock. We've already covered in previous episodes that every single thing we own, anything we invest in, I promise you, can go to zero. Now, remember, I'm not saying that to scare you because the odds of it going to zero are very, very small, but everything can go to zero. Every company can go broke if something goes wrong in a cataclysmic sense. Everything can go to zero. But let's not worry about that because it doesn't often happen. Now, but as a short seller, there is an endless amount of money that can be lost because a stock can keep going up until you sell it. It it just can keep going up. I mean, imagine buying Google. Well, hell, it could go to $1,000. Imagine if you sold short Apple. You never would have thought it would have gone to what is effectively now pre-split 1200 bucks. <laughs> imagine, imagine being short that stock. Now, let's go back to being short. If I have sold that same 100 shares of XYZ at $100 and it goes down to that proverbial 50 bucks like we talked about, well, I made money even after I paid the cost of selling short. Remember, I had to borrow, so there was a cost. So let's go to the nightmare side of this equation. Let's say that XYZ doesn't go to $50. It not only doesn't go down from where I sold it short at $100, it keeps going up. So at $110, I have lost $10 a share plus the cost of paying off the loan. So let's say it just keeps going up. It slowly meanders its way on up to $120. Well, now I'm staring at a screen that anybody who owns XYZ is happy to see, but if I sold short at $100, I've now lost $20. So believe me, I'm not happy about watching that stock meander on up. I am 20% underwater plus the cost of borrowing the shares to sell them short in the first place. So I've got some real stress I'm carrying on that position. And keep in mind, people who sell short for a living are selling short a lot more than 100 shares. So the numbers can get quite catastrophic. So what's the nightmare we're talking about? Well, it's something you'll hear called a short squeeze. And that's when you see a stock, a lot of guys will call them cult stocks. That's when you see a stock that will literally just keep going up every single day. And 
If you see it on a chart, it looks like what we call a, a hockey stick. It basically goes straight up over a relatively short period of time. You can bet that you'll hear references to, oh, I think this stock is in a short squeeze. Now, if you own the stock, it looks great because <laughs> you can see the stock double in weeks. Um, but if you're short the stock, what the squeeze is, is all the short sellers have to buy the stock back at any price. Remember, they borrowed the shares and that, that Wall Street house is looking for those shares back. So the higher that price goes, the more pain the short seller is suffering through and the more real loss he or she is facing. So as it rises higher and higher and the velocity speeds up and the spike in the chart continues to grow, the higher it gets, the more frenetic the pace of covering shorts becomes. In other words, your buyer is the guy who borrowed the shares. You've got to buy them back. He has to. It doesn't matter. And the panic that sort of ensues is the same emotion that happens when people sell lows because they can't stand watching their stock go down in value. The short seller is in the opposite position. He can't stand seeing his idea keep going up against him because, remember, he thought it was going down. And he borrowed the shares to prove it. So as that thing gets to 140 and 150 and 160, it just keeps going up and the speed picks up and the price picks up and the pain picks up. And the feeding frenzy continues. The short squeeze is when all those short sellers finally have to capitulate under pressure and pay whatever they need to pay to get that stock back so they can go over to that brokerage house and pay off their loan. So a short squeeze notoriously ends up having a lot of guys who have to cover their shorts write a check to pay off that loan. It's like it's the reverse of uh, selling your house for less than you owe on the mortgage. And you've got to not only move out of your house, but you've got to write a check to the bank to pay off the rest of the mortgage. Think of it that way when you think of a short squeeze. Now, it looks great. It's fun while it's going on, but here's what happens. When that frenzy is over, you can see stocks that have been caught in short squeezes. Their charts go from nothing to straight up like a rocket shot. I mean, it's like a rocket lifting off from Cape Canaveral. It goes straight into the sky, and then like all other rockets, it comes back down. When those shorts have been squeezed out of that position, and the last guy has bought, and he's covered his loans, and the shorts are out of the stock, then the stock typically just comes right back down. Might take a week, might take a month, might take just a few days. But it's a very volatile event, and you can see them in charts. You can see when a short squeeze has taken place, the, the footprints in the sand, if you will. So that's the mechanics of what's happening in a short squeeze. That's why we always tell people, if you want to be a short seller, you got to be really, really good at it. you got to understand why you're doing it, and you need to be, act, be acting with precision because the process of getting caught on the wrong side of a short squeeze is often more expensive than just watching your stock go to zero because the rarity of going to zero is tiny. Their percentage is tiny.
But when you have a stock that you're short, the losses can be immeasurable. They can go as high as your psychology is willing to take because eventually you'll sell. Excuse me, in this case, you'll buy and you'll take that loss and it will be painful. So please understand that about short selling. That's what we call a short squeeze. Okay, again, uh, hope this has been valuable for you. If you want this in pictorial form, and it may, it may make more sense for you, feel free to send us an email at info at genesisinvestor.com and we'll be happy to send you a link. Just ask us for the link to the video on short selling squeezes. We call it the short seller's nightmare. Hey, listen, hope you have a great day. May your journey be grand and your legacy be significant. We'll see you again on the next episode.